Hi guys, welcome back to the Balance and Empowered Fitness Podcast. Hannah Polly here and Courtney Jones. Super excited for this topic as always for you guys today. Something a little different than what we've talked about previously. So, um, but Courtney, before we get started, how have you been? How are things going? Good. I feel like it's been forever since we've gotten to chat because I was in Mexico all of last week, um, which was amazing, by the way, kind of just like the last last little trip before having um, before before having baby. We haven't came up with a name yet, so I'm still calling him baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, so last week we we got to go to Mexico, which was great. Like I didn't really know how I would do being pregnant and like being out and about and like in the heat and all those things, but it was actually super nice and relaxing. I only was like swollen a little bit a couple of days when I like overexerted myself. Um and so it was fine and obviously like food is a little bit higher in like sodium, preservatives, all of those things. So I'm sure that that wasn't helping either with <laughs> being swollen, but um, it was good. I just, I stayed hydrated, walked on the beach, like tried to get in movement and I took naps, which was fantastic because I don't ever really take naps. Um, but I think just like with being there and being outside and like moving a lot, I'm like, okay, like I need, I need a nap today. <laughs> and it, it was great to be able to just go lay down, take a nap, not worry about anything. Um, so it was super relaxing and like much needed before coming back to, um, coming back and, you know, obviously getting back into work and like baby things. And I was telling Hannah this earlier that, um, it's been busy. Like it's been like just getting things like together or ready that you didn't really think of before of like fixing things or, you know, making the house more baby proof and like putting new outlets in your wall, and, like all those things that you don't really think about. Um, so it's been like a little, it's been good because we've been off of the TV more because we've actually been doing things around the house and, um, just getting things done. But it's also been nice to just like doing something with your partner besides like watching TV or, you know, like you're doing things together, which is also like super fun and, um, going through that process together. So it's definitely been like a learning growing experience for both of us, which I'm sure, is going to continue to grow into this new chapter with having a baby at home. Now <laughs> he he said last night he's like he's like we're really gonna have to grow up, aren't we? <laughs> like I was like um yeah I was like yeah we are <laughs> like we're gonna have a child that we have to that we have to look after and like have responsibility and like keep it alive. So I'm like yeah we definitely like you know have to grow up in that sense, but. Um, other than that, it's been good though. Like it's, it's been fun going through this like chapter, I guess. And it's also been nice too, with like other, like, uh, like with other women, right. Cause like, that's one missing piece that I never really felt connected on in terms of being pregnant and like having a child. And obviously that's going to continue to change as I have, because a lot of our clients have children and have been through pregnancy. And so like, it's going to be cool to like, be able to relate to that experience and especially with like having a child and being able to relate with that. So it's been cool to like, just share the whole experience. But, um, other than that, it's been good. We're back, um, this week, um, chatting and I am really excited about this topic. Cause we, we did this topic with, um, our clients last or 
last week, this week, the beginning of this week, and it went over so good and they found it super, super helpful. Um, and I think it's just such an important like topic to talk about, but yeah, that was me. That's my week. How's your week going, Hannah? Yes. No, it's super exciting. Like it's just crazy how quickly a time is passing, which we talk about this every week, but I'm just like, oh my God, I can't believe it's mid-October. Um, but things are good. It's my favorite time of year. So I've been going to all the haunted attractions, which have been so fun. Even if the haunted house like isn't the best, it's like just like the experience of going and like it being a little chilly and getting coffee and like warm drinks and stuff. So um it's been a great been great. Training's been really, really good. Um I put been house hunting and I put an offer on a home, which a lot of you probably saw on my story. And unfortunately they went with a different offer and it was like I'm like, I didn't realize like I just get very attached to things that I love. Like I realized I'm I'm a very obsessive person. So like (laughs) I, it's bad. Like, I'm like, no wonder I've been so obsessed with fitness my whole life. Uh, but like, I got attached to this home and it's like, I guess it's like a thing. Cause like when you're in there, you like picture like where you're going to put this and where you're going to put your couch. Yeah. And I'm like, this is going to be one of my kids' rooms one day. You know, it's like, you get like super attached. And I didn't realize it until like, I realized I didn't get the house. And I was like, <gasps> I was like heartbroken for a second, which I know it's not a big deal. It happens all the time and I'm literally fine. But that moment I was like man this really sucks like I thought that was gonna be my home for the next you know five years or 10 years however it may be but uh but no I just know everything happens for a reason and I know that we're gonna find a better house that I'm like oh my god this is exactly why that house didn't work out so um so yeah besides the house hunting which is so time consuming by the way (laughs) um (laughs) clients have been killing it so I'm happy with that the weather has been amazing um and yeah just been uh you know doing the same old things as usual but it's been great so um but yeah thank you guys so much for being on this episode and like we said we're going to talk about topic we've never really covered like it's a little different than what we've talked about before um like Courtney said we did this topic Courtney came up with this topic for our team call and a lot of our girls like loved it and responded really well to it and I feel that it can relate to so many aspects in your life not only just like through your fitness journey but just you know work environments family life family relationships like your relationships so um we're hoping to bring some insight so Today we're covering, you know, how to identify and respond to toxic people or potential toxic people in your life. Um, And, you know, I feel like when people hear that, there's always like someone or maybe someone from the past that is like, that pops up in your head. (laughs) And, you know, and sometimes we don't realize we're dealing with toxic people until we get insight or until, you know, sometimes it takes a prolonged period of time to realize someone's really toxic for you, Um, which again, this topic's great because it's good to it's something that we see our clients experience a lot because they're making changes in their lives. So like sometimes people who don't want the best for them will start to, I guess, be more toxic towards them because they're making changes um, in their lives. So it's just something that our clients experience a lot. And again, like I said, this can, this can, can be relevant for any aspect in your life. Like not just if you're making like changes in your fitness journey and losing weight, not going out and drinking as much, etc. cetera. So um, that was really long winded, but like I said, really just covering that today and how to identify and like what common traits of like toxic people can look like. Um, and just like, you know, the best way to respond and understand like where this is coming from. 
Yeah. And this is really important and why we are talking about this and like why I came up like with this topic is because in your health, in your fitness journey, you know, like it's mostly about evolving as a person and becoming a better person and how you do that is a lot of who you surround yourself with and who are the people that are in your life. And it's really hard to grow or evolve if you have certain people in your life that are always trying to tear you down or bring you down or not wanting the best for you. So sometimes in those moments and being around those types of people, especially if you're really close and you love those people, you're in a relationship, maybe it's even a family member. It's hard to, to notice these things. Like you, you know, you notice yourself feeling a certain type of way or always being down or always feeling negative around these people, but it's also hard to identify when you love somebody or you're really close to somebody. And so it's really important to bring this topic up because a big part of your health and fitness journey is becoming a better person and evolving in like all aspects, mentally, physically, all of those things. So, um, I I came up with this topic from, if you, there's a book called dealing with difficult people by Karen Young. So if this topic resonates with you, definitely go and, and get that book and, and listen or not listen, but, or you can listen to it on audio. I've listened to it on audio or go get that book and it'll dive like deeper into that, but we're going to kind of just cover, um, a little bit of these topics here. So don't get confused with you. Like you didn't suddenly become selfish. You become like you became harder to manipulate, right? It's like when you're trying to evolve, you're trying to be better. You're trying to want better for yourself or take steps and take actions to be better. Sometimes people will say, oh, you're being selfish or, oh, because you know, you're standing up for yourself now, or you're making decisions based off of what you want for your future, or if you want to be a better person and the things that you want to cover there. And so don't get confused by someone calling you selfish versus like, you're just being harder to manipulate now, um, because you're standing up for yourself, you're making better decisions for yourself. So that's kind of how we want to start this topic off, but really we'll kind of just walk through different ways to, um, identify the different traits that, toxic, toxic people bring into your life. Yes, absolutely. And then like Courtney said, this is just like such a common thing that we see with our clients because they're evolving, right? They're making changes in their lives and people who may are maybe like are stuck in one place and they typically like to hold people there with them. Sometimes you'll notice these things and it's extremely toxic. So, um, and again, doesn't make you selfish for wanting better for yourself. Like Courtney said, so please, please remember that. Um, but like I said, there's just so many different things to look out for. So one that like really, really, I see a lot with clients too is, um, and just like I've just seen with like friends and relationships over the years is, playing the whole guessing games thing. And you guys have, I know that so many of you have probably experienced this. So it's like, it's almost like you're walking on eggshells, right? Like you don't know, like one second they're upset, the next they're okay. Like you're like, you're wondering like, what did I do? You're constantly worried. What what, what did I do? Or you kind of go through each day, like, gosh, I don't want to upset this person. The smallest thing will set them off. Um, And something to realize too, is like, This is a very toxic trait of people if they're always playing guessing games with you, making you feel like you're always doing something wrong or making you feel like you're 
going to potentially do something wrong to upset them. Like no one should live their life like this. And honestly, it's a really common thing that I've seen, especially in relationships. Um, I'm sure like friendships and family relationships have this sometimes too, but I see this a lot in relationships. And the thing is, is that I feel that like narcissistic people or toxic people, and when we say toxic, we mean people who are like doing this all the time. Obviously, sometimes we have our little toxic moments here and there randomly, but we're talking about people who are like constantly doing this to you, like for a prolonged period of time and where it's a pattern. Um, I feel that they typically like they seek out people who are empathetic or people who are caring because they know that like you'll do any and everything to make others happy and feel better and they'll know that you'll you'll put up with their bullshit <laughs> um I'm not saying that like oh I know this person put up with my shit but like it's like something they learn it's like I've always read that like narcissists will or I'm sorry empath empathetic people will attract narcissists because empathetic people they're very understanding right they'll they'll go above and beyond for people they love and they'll they'll try to see the best in people and narcissists narcissists are really good at like playing on that and and in return it's really like really, really hindering the empathetic person's well-being and just, again, their overall quality of life. Like no one wants to live every day wondering if they're going to do something to upset their significant other. Like that is just not okay. And like, if you experience that, like, that's like just not a way of living. And I see that like way too, like commonly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you know, as we go through each of these things, like you may realize like, oh, like I feel like I kind of do that. Doesn't mean that you're specifically a toxic or a terrible person. Like I feel like we all kind of deal with these things differently throughout different phases of our life. Doesn't mean that we necessarily are doing them on purpose, but we all have our flaws, right? Like we all have things that we struggle with or that we need to like learn or have awareness around. So if we're going through this, like don't take it as like, oh crap, like I'm a terrible person. Take it as like, oh, okay. Like a learning experience of like bringing awareness to around like, oh, I think I do that. Or like, I'm kind of like that in a sense, or like, you know, you do certain things that resemble what we're talking about. Um, again, doesn't mean you're a terrible per person or you're a toxic person, but again, we kind of all have toxic traits in a sense that we can make better. And so this is an opportunity to bring awareness to that and also say like, how can I fix that? Or how can I make this better? Um, so being able to address like the guessing game sense of like, if you're, if you're constantly around someone that is making you guess all the time and making you feel that you aren't even sure like what you can do around this person and if it might upset this person. And, um, this is something like I resonate with really hard because probably every relationship before I was like 20, 21 years old, this was me. Like I was with narcissists. I was with people that were very toxic and I was in very toxic relationships. And I think again, what Hannah said, like, empathetic kind people attract nar narcissists and I think empathetic kind people are also attracted to narcissists because they feel they can help those people or make them better or they feel they can mend to those people's needs because they are a very like caring empathetic person they want to help others right and so um with that being said 
being around those types of people though, eventually knocks you down as a person, um, because knocks your worth down, always makes you question yourself. Um, so, you know, 27 year old Courtney now is like, what the hell were you doing (laughs) to the Courtney that was 20 years old of like, why would you ever let people treat you or say the things that they said to you? Um, and so just know, like it's an, a growing experience. And normally a majority of us have like been through something like this or have experienced something like this. Um, and again, if we're listening to this and you're like, well, I'm not like, that sounds familiar or you're in a relationship that, you know, you're experiencing this or your experience, this yourself, where you feel like you might be bringing toxic, toxicity (laughs) into like relationships or into other people's just again, take it as like an awareness kind of learning experience of like, oh, I think I kind of do that. And what can you do with that? And like, what can you change with that to be a better person in that sense? So number two, another one, they manipulate you, right? So like we typically have those people or come across those people that try to manipulate us or manipulate us, especially again, if you're like a caring person or you always want to help someone like you're, you know, you're willing to kind of give the shirt off your back it's sometimes hard not to be manipulated by these, by these types of people. So, um, toxic people have a way of kind of making you feel like you owe them something in a way of like taking from you or doing something that hurts you. Um, but also says what they're doing is for you. Right. And so, um, if you feel that you're the only one contributing to a relationship, again, this doesn't have to be like an intimate relationship. This can be like a family member. It could be like a work relationship. It could be any, anything like that. Um, you may be right in that sense of like, you're the only one contributing. You're the only one that cares. Um, and this is like super common because it's really hard to be aware of like, where you fall in that relationship and like what makes sense for you personally. Um, but also to like feeling like there's no balance and like that other person isn't kind of giving you what you need, but you feel like you're giving them and trying to give them everything that they need. So, um, that's really important to, to know is like the manipulation side of things and how that can play a role into being very toxic in a relationship. Oh my God. My voice was so raspy. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) Um, that always happens if I don't talk for a minute. Um, So yeah. And manipulation is, it's very scary because like, if someone is manipulated for a very prolonged period of time, like in like a relationship or again, like Courtney said, wherever it may be, it's like, you'll just, you'll get to the point where like, you are just living to try to like, please that person and trying to just make sure that they are like, happy with what you're doing it's like it's it's a really easy way just to get yourself like beaten down like emotionally it's it can be really really scary and sad and again a lot of people don't realize they're experiencing it until however long later whether it be like sometimes you know sometimes they talk to a therapist and understand or maybe a friend kind of touch like you know what I mean sometimes it's hard to realize that this person you love is doing this to you because you're like why would they do that to me like I, I would never do that to them so it's just important like just to you know remember to really seek out these things and not 
it's so easy to say like don't let anyone do this to you because like Courtney said we've all done it and we look back now and we're like why the hell did we ever let that happen um but that's why again we're kind of touching on this topic because it's something that like I want people to realize and you know have an understanding that, like this is just it's like life is not about like trying to fix people you know sometimes people can't be fixed and with empath empathetic people we have to remember that <laughs> Um, so I was kind of a side tangent there, but also to something this, and I would always like to try to relate it to like things we see in our clients and just like your fitness journey too. This is something I see so often. And honestly, it pisses me off. And I don't even realize sometimes people don't even realize that they're doing it to their significant other or whoever it may be. It's like if, okay, for example, if a client is starting to, you know, change their eating habits and, you know, they're trying to cut back on drinking multiple times per week and they're, they're trying not to eat as much like refined sugars and processed foods and making changes in their lifestyle and their significant other may not be on board, which again, is perfectly fine. Like your significant other or someone who you're with all the time does not need to do the same things that you're doing. But when I see that that other person is trying to manipulate them with like, you know, bring them like their favorite, like past like candy and just trying to like or saying hey let's go out and drink go out and drink like and saying you know you don't hang out with me anymore like you're changed you've changed like you know what I mean like they're trying to manipulate you into feeling guilty for making changes for you just because they're you know they're losing the person that they once knew you know what I mean like they're not they're losing that person they used to go out and party with all the time that they would go out to dinner with multiple times per week and it's and I don't sometimes the person doesn't realize that they're being manipulative but they are so if you experience this or like you, maybe you're the person that did this to your significant other or best friend, or maybe like, like that's wrong. <laughs> and that's something we have to fix. You know, again, I'm not saying that none of us have done that before. Um, and you're not a bad person if you've done that. It's just like, that is manipulation is when like, you're trying to make people feel guilty for them making positive changes in their life for like your benefit. So you don't like, you don't owe those people anything who are trying to manipulate you. Like you're doing good things for your life and on a good track like you have to stay there and you can't feel guilty for making changes and prioritizing your health and your happiness so that's just like a really common one I see a lot within like our clients is like you know sometimes and I'm not saying those people are necessarily toxic that are doing that to them but if it's like a pattern they just keep doing it no matter how many times you try to talk to them about it and they're not changing then that's I would say that's considered extremely toxic <laughs> Yeah, this is like with clear communication, right? Like Absolutely. If, you're to, if you're trying to change your lifestyle and you're trying to eat better and you're trying to do X, Y, and Z, go out less often, go out to eat less often, you know, drink less often, all those things, like drink more water. All that has to be clearly communicated with the person that you're with on a continual basis, right? Because typically your habits, if your habits are changing, it's also going to affect their habits because if you're with them on a consistent basis, like, you know, your best friends or your significant other or whoever it may be, like, it's going to impact them a little bit as well. And so having that clear communication of like, this is what I want. This is how I feel. Um, and these are the changes that I want to make. And it would be really great if you could help like support that and like maybe not, you know, ask me to go out to eat every time for dinner and I'll try to have things you know, like planned for dinner or whatever it may be, or not ask me to go out and drink multiple times during the week, because that's not something that I want to participate in anymore because I want to feel better. I want to live a healthier life. So having like that, that conversation is important, but where the toxicity comes into play with that is like, if you have clearly communicated that with them and they're like, okay, yeah, cool. 
but they continue to keep doing the things that you told them that you didn't want them to like be incorporating you in or keep kind of like pushing you or nagging you about certain things that you had already clearly communicated. Like that's just wrong. (laughs) Like that's just, that's really toxic of like, and they might, they may not even realize that they're doing it. So if that does continue to come up, be like, Hey, like this is really making me feel a certain type of way because I told you like, this is not what I want to do. Um, and I know that these conversations aren't always easy to have, but they're important to have if you want to make sure that that other person is like going to be there to support you or going to be there to kind of bring you down. And a lot of times too, when you're trying to make positive lifestyle changes, you know, you want your significant other or those people in your life to support you, but that doesn't mean they're always going to be supportive of that because a lot of times they don't like to feel like they're not doing a good job either, right? Like if you're trying to make positive changes and they see that and they're like, oh, like she's really like doing this or she's doing really good. It can kind of make them feel a little bit bad about themselves and like what they're doing and the habits that they still have. Um, And so a lot of times that can bring out kind of that, like, you know, I don't want her to be doing good because I'm not doing good. And it kind of like can bring that other person that's trying to do good down, if that makes sense. Um, So that communication is important, but also too, like, just because you're doing something doesn't mean your spouse needs to be doing it, but they also need to be supportive of what you're doing and like abide by your like boundaries that you want to set for those things that are going, that, that are helping you or that you do want to like make better, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And and you talking about that too, just reminded me <clears throat> another common one too, that like I've seen is like, and this typically is again with like significant others is if like, you know, you're trying to lose weight or whatever it may be. Like, you know, if your significant other is constantly saying things like, why do you want to lose weight? Like, who are you trying to look good for? Like, right. come, on, come eat with me. Like that is like a huge form of manipulation because Right. Like, it's like, obviously most of us are not doing this for anyone else. We're doing it for ourselves. We want to feel good for ourselves and feel confident. And, and it's like, that's a main form of manipulation. Like Courtney said, sometimes that comes from a place where like, maybe they're insecure and like what they're doing and they're seeing you feel so good and like looking better and feeling better. And, um, you know, they, it's almost like an envious thing and almost like, they're like, Oh my God, am I going to lose this person because she's doing, or he or she's doing so much better than like I'm doing, you know, which is like really sad. That's really sad for anyone to ever think like that, but that's, that's just a huge form of manipulation of them to like, try to make you not make these changes or make you feel guilty for bettering your life saying, what are you trying to look good for? Or, you know, and that's not even just a form of weight loss. I mean, that's anything like if you're going out for like a girl's night or, and again, I always say this, like, I feel like mostly women listen to our podcast, but even if you're a guy going out for a guy's night and like your significant other is like, oh, well, who are you dressing up to look nice for? Like, I just like, that's like manipulation in a way. Cause you're making them feel guilty for like, right nice you know what I mean so there's so many ways but like that is like a main form manipulation and if that's something you experience or maybe something you do like if you're something that's something you experience like definitely talk to them about that and make that clear that like that's not right and that you're not you're not trying to impress anyone else doing this for yourself and you know if someone doesn't change that way of talking to you like that's extremely extremely toxic and if you're someone who maybe does do that or has those thoughts like that's stemming from a place like coming from deep within you. Like there's some insecurity type of, you know, self-esteem issues that, you know, maybe you need to work on to where you don't feel that your significant other is always like just trying to, you know, 
impress others or they're they're not making changes to impress anyone else. They're just making changes for themselves. So that was kind of a side tangent, but I just thought of that when you mentioned that earlier. <laughs> so we're like, we're diving deep here into like yeah. awareness around yourself and around like people in your life um, because it is really important to, to just have that awareness, but also to like communication is the key behind these things too. Like if you do have people in your life that you are close to and that you love, like, I know it's not always easy to communicate and a lot of people struggle with communication, like me as well. It's a continual thing that you have to like get better at. Um, and you have to do to like, you know, get uncomfortable and do it to get better at it. But, um, being able to talk to those, like talk to your significant other isn't always easy, especially if they're not willing to like receive or like listen to what you have to say. Um, but coming to like coming to your partner from like a vulnerable kind of stance as well can help them understand better of like, Hey, like, I really want to do this. And like, you know, I really want to make these changes and, and coming from like a place of sincerity versus like, Hey, I want to lose weight. So like, we can't go out to eat anymore. Right. Like they're going to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like whatever. <laughs> um, but then also like having that kind of like more of a vulnerable conversation of like, this is how I feel. And like, I really just, am I'm not happy in my body or I really want to make these changes or whatever it may be. Um, and it would be really great if you could help like support me by doing X, Y, and Z and also like help them understand how they can help you. A lot of times, like if, if it's a family member, same my other, they don't really understand how to help you, um, because they, they aren't trying to make the same changes that you're trying to make. So that's kind of another tan, like another side thing that we could probably touch on as well about like communication or just like, you know, helping other people understand like the lifestyle changes you're trying to make things like that um but we'll go into the third one here of like the like toxic trait of someone is also them like never apologizing for anything um when you know and they know that they're typically in the wrong but typically toxic people are always like they're always right in their mind like everything that they do and they say is like always right. And they're never going to apologize for anything that they do. And they'll always try to make you feel like whatever they say is your fault or that they do is your fault. And it's like, um, I'm trying to think of an example of this, but basically like if you're trying to argue with someone about like, it doesn't have to be something like petty, but something like real of like, you know, you said this and it made me feel this way or whatever it may be. And like, they're like, no, like I didn't say that. And, you know, and, and like never apologizing for doing anything. And of course, like some people are going to be like, you know, you can be wrong or the other person can be wrong and you can be right, whatever it may be. Um, but in these specific scenarios with like toxic people, it's like, they're never going to admit that they're wrong. Like they're always going to be right. Um, and so don't ever like surrender your truth, you know, for, but just also don't give in to that energy that you need to continually arg argue with someone that's like a narcissist or that's a toxic person because it's kind of just pointless. And like, you know, your truth, it's fine. Like, you know, you can own that and, and arguing in, in that sense might kind of be pointless and just wasting your energy with these types of people. So you can see 
Um, you know, if you're around like a, a significant other or family member or whatever it may be, and like, they're always continually trying to argue a point or get something across, or they're just always right about something like you just like nod your head and be like, okay, <laughs> like, you know, the truth, but you also just like, don't give in to that and don't give your energy to that. Yeah, no, that's such a good point too, because there is such a difference and like, it's so powerful when like you can have that like a debate with someone and you know like you're not you're you're not being like what am I trying to say like you know in your heart like you know like okay I was right about this like you're not being one of those people like I'm right I'm right no matter what you're like I'm right. right about this and to the point where you're just like um you know what like I really don't have the energy like I don't want to waste my energy arguing with this so this is my take and like whatever they say, it's like, okay, like I, I'm done talking about it. Like that's really powerful because like then you're not having the need, like you don't feel the need to explain yourself any further because you know, like you're confident. Like I was correct here. I I communicated. I said what bothered me. What they take from that is their choice. But like, I know that I'm correct here. And like, again, that's what, again, having the understanding that like, again, you're not being like the toxic one here and that, you know, you're just expressing how you felt. And, and again, someone, it, sometimes when people feel like threatened in terms of like, if someone's coming at them, like they just can't, like some people just can't accept that they were wrong. Like Courtney was talking about and they'll just like twist and change things to make it feel like you did something wrong. You know what I mean? And that's like a really common thing um, that I've seen too. And I think that's really common in relationships because people never want to be wrong. Right. We never want to have to take the blame for things, especially with people we love. So it's like, a mature way to go about it would be like, oh my gosh, I was wrong. I did not mean for it to come out that way. I'm sorry that I hurt you. I will make sure not to do that again. Versus someone saying, oh, you just took that wrong. Like, I did not say that. I did not mean it like that. Like you're being dramatic. Like that is, that is very toxic. Um, not saying that some of us haven't done that before. I know sometimes when you're angry, we say things out of like spite things that we typically wouldn't say but again these things that we're talking about are things like patterns that you that you see within people over a prolonged period of time that no matter what it's always the same um and also there's a difference in like a genuine apology and someone who's like okay well I'm sorry you felt that way like that is not you know what I mean it's like yeah they're quote-unquote apologizing but it's like that's not genuine they're saying oh sorry you felt that way like I don't want to talk about it anymore you know and that's I think that's pretty toxic too like I'm just big on like if there's an issue communicating it the best you can and if they can't accept it and they're like no matter what you're saying you're just going around and around like don't waste your energy on it just explain what they said like explain your side of it be okay with it and, and move on from it. and again if that's something that just keeps happening like maybe it's time to evaluate like where that person stands in your life you know like no one deserves to deal with that all the time yeah I feel like I don't know just like I've never been one to argue about anything in my life <laughs> um I feel like it's just such a waste of like energy obviously there's things that like you get upset about or that you know, you maybe don't agree with someone on, but to like sit there and go back and forth about a specific thing, it's just, it's just exhausting. And like, I would rather use my energy elsewhere, <laughs> which is also why I think me and my husband get along so well. Cause we like never argue. Um, obviously like we get annoyed with each other and like have our disagreements and stuff, but we never like intentionally argue because it's just, it's just so much energy that like, doesn't need to be exerted and obviously like this comes into play with like knowing how to like regulate and like be aware of like your emotions and help regulate you you know your emotions and things like that which I've learned over time but it's also just one of those things where like 
obviously apologize if you're wrong, but if you're right in the situation, like obviously try to understand the other person's point of view and then kind of just like, you know, come to agreement or disagree and just try to do, you know, like just try to come to some sort of like agree to disagree basically um, and kind of move on from it. So just again, depending on what the situation is and like what it is that you um, are arguing about, but if that other person in your life is like, you know, they're always right. And they're always talking down to you and they just make you feel bad in general for ever bringing up any specific top topic or thing or issue that you want to talk about. And everything's like your fault and like nothing's their fault. And everything that you're feeling is the way you're feeling because it's, you know, your fault and it's not their fault. And you feel that way because it has nothing to do with them. <laughs> um, is totally not true for the, like if you're feeling a certain type of way, like those emotions are valid and they're coming from some place and they should be, you know, they should value you enough to talk about them if that makes sense. So, um, the fourth one here is they won't own their feelings either. So this kind of goes into the other one of like, they aren't able to like, they aren't able to show their feelings. And I feel like this is more like, this is definitely in women, but this is more with, with men because, you know, like in the world we grow up in, it's like men aren't allowed to cry. They're not allowed to show their emotions. Like, you know, so going into relationships, a lot of times they don't like to own to their feet, uh, own up to their feelings. So like the other person, especially like a woman, oh, well, you're just being emotional or, you know, you're just feeling this certain type of way and it has nothing to do with me. Um, so not owning like their own feelings. So rather than owning their own feelings, they'll act as though the feelings are like fiction, like of your imagination. Like, no, I'm not feeling that type of way. Like you're just making that up. And so um, that's called projection. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of that, but the term for that is called projection where they're projecting their own feelings on you. So like if you're, you know, feeling, or if they're feeling frustrated, maybe they come home from work and they're feeling like frustrated and annoyed and like just overwhelmed, they'll like project those feelings onto you when you aren't necessarily feeling any of those types of ways. Um, but then they kind of, you kind of question like, oh, well, am I feeling frustrated or am I feeling um, upset because they are feeling frustrated and upset. So they kind of like blame it on you in that sense of like, I'm trying to think of a way to like an example to like explain, explain that scenario. <laughs> no, it's almost like it reminds, like projection reminds me of like, someone who has like it's it's two different things it's kind of the same idea it's like if someone has like a guilty conscience so like if someone's like cheating then they're you know they're wrong they're doing something wrong they're just like sometimes they're I mean this is a little bit different but they're like assuming that their partner is doing it right yeah they're right. accusing them of things that their partner's literally not doing because they have like they feel so guilty for what they're doing so I know that's a little different but like projections kind of it's like oh I'm angry like, gosh, like, you know, like, like you said, like if someone comes home and maybe they took their boots off and put them in the middle of the floor or something, and maybe you moved them out of the way without saying anything and put them to the side and they're all pissed off. They're like, well, I hope this makes sense. <laughs> like, gosh, why'd you move my boots? Like, like that? Did I, did I piss you off? Like, cause that, like yeah, that person yeah. was like already mad. That's kind of like a really random example I saw on top of my head, but like yeah. <laughs> almost like you're like, I don't know. It's it's hard. That one's a hard one to explain, but I hope that makes sense. So just kind of projecting how they're feeling on you. And it makes you question like, did I do that in a way that like 
made me feel right because I wasn't like at all <laughs> yeah. so it's like almost they like just assume that you're feeling that way because they are and they're just like they, I don't know it's it's hard. no yeah that that makes sense like yeah. the way that you explain it so it's like yeah basically like someone else is frustrated or angry because of their own like day or whatever it was that was going on um and then being able to just say like, oh, well, you know, why did you do that? And like projecting it on you, like, oh, are you angry at me? Or like, yeah. um, when really like you don't feel any certain type of way, you just like move their boots out of the way because they put them in the wrong spot or something, yeah. but they're yeah. like angry about it because they were already angry. And now you're angry because they're angry. And so like, yeah. then it just turns into this whole thing. Um, so I'm I, like, we all do this to a degree, you know, at some point in terms of like owning our own feelings, because it's hard, especially in those moments. Um, but if someone continually do that, does this and like makes you always question yourself, like, you know, your husband comes home from work every single day, maybe not just one day he does this, but like, it's just a toxic trait, but toxic people is when they possess like this trait over and over and over. And like, you see a continual pattern in it in the way that it makes you feel about yourself and makes you question yourself and like, you know, question your worth and like, and it's basically just bringing you down to a lower level and it's not allowing you to grow or it's not allowing you to um, succeed or do the things that you want to because of this other person. Like, that's what we're saying here is not that you know, just because this person did this, that means they're a toxic person. Like we all have, again, like I said earlier, those kind of toxic traits at times. Um, but having the awareness around that it is super, super important. Yes, no, absolutely. And, and again, like everything that we're talking about, we're just, <clears throat> these are things that, again, it's, just, it's something that you notice over a pattern of time. It's not, again, like Courtney said, we all have our toxic moments and there's, it's always these things like anytime I have like a toxic moment, like if I say something that was maybe more rude than like I wanted to, then I meant for it to come off to John. Like I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I did not mean like, I'm so sorry it came off that way. And I was wrong in that, you know? And I think that's a very like healthy way to go about it. Cause it's, it's impossible to say that we'll never have these moments where we say things that we don't mean out of anger or, you know, we do that these things, maybe we, maybe we project our emotions onto someone else, but it's, it's something that like you have to work on. If you notice you do it, don't just say, oh, well, this is just who I am. This is just how I am. So I'm just going to like, that's like a really toxic mindset. You have to be able to change it and, or at least like work on changing. And there are people that like out there, unfortunately, that like they're, as I call narcissists, I feel like they know what they're doing and how they're doing it. And like, they just don't care. Like, they're just like, this is just who I am and I'm going to do what I want no matter what. Like, I don't care whose feelings I hurt. So kind of a little bit of a side tangent there, but, um, but yeah, so number five, and this will be the last one that we talk about today, um, is leaving a conversation unfinished. So this one, uh, this is like a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> and, but this one, like, it's, I don't mean like, obviously if you, you guys all know how it is, like if you, let's say you get into like an argument with someone or someone hurts your feelings, like sometimes you don't have that mental capacity to even have a conversation with them at the moment. Like you want to wait until like, you're not frustrated to like be able to talk these things through. This is, that's completely different than what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like, where if like you guys, you and a specific other, like every time you guys get an argument, they just, you know, they'll block your number or they'll like, 
ignore your texts or like they'll leave the house, not like leaving their phone. So like, you can't like contact them knowing that like you're upset and you're trying to like fix a situation and they're leaving you like they, they're doing it with the intention of like, I don't really care how you feel. Like they're not caring about your feelings. They're just like, they don't care that you're trying to fix a situation and they're not putting your feelings into consideration. Um, and like you're feeling unheard, if that makes sense. And not like that person's not re- attempting to resolve it. Now, again, that's different if someone's just so <clears throat> mad. Like there's been times where I've been like so angry where like, I just can't respond right away because I'm afraid of like what will come out, like what I'll say in that moment of anger. I'll give it some time and then I'll respond when I like have calmed down a little bit. Um, so that's completely different. But again, it's like, it's the intention behind it that makes a difference. And this is something like I saw a meme the other day and it was like, it was like my, my ex used to block my number every time we get in an argument. And I'm like, that is like some toxic shit like that's toxic because again it's the intention behind it not that they're trying to resolve it and just they're just leaving you feeling like unheard and I'm leaving you feeling like hurt like oh my god I'm trying to fix this like like where do we stand here you know so that was kind of long-winded but it's it's the absolute worst for me (laughs) for sure especially when you're like someone that wants to like resolve an issue like you know like the never go to never go to bed mad scenario like I'm definitely that person like I can't go to bed or sleep if like there was an argument or there's something like on my mind. Um, and so like someone that is able to like leave the conversation unfinished is typically someone that just doesn't care. Like they just don't care about like how you're feeling or what you wanted to talk about, or like, they just think that whatever you want to talk about is irrelevant. Um, and you know, I, I mostly when I think about this, I think about like those like teenagers, you know, that are like, or, you know, you're on a dating app or something and like you are talking to someone for like a week or two and then they just like completely ghost you. And it's like, they really had no care about you as a person or an individual or a- about your emotions or the way that you feel or anything like that. Like they were just, you were just there. Um, and so being able to just like leave a conversation unfinished is like a really toxic trait to be able to possess with like others like that's just not something that it's just very rude um and so being able to like if you have another person in your life that cares about you they'll also want to like talk through whatever you're feeling and like attempt to resolve like whatever it is that you guys are um you know talking about or whatever it may be so like take it as a sign of like the other person's investment in your relationship. If they like leave you like hanging in quotation marks there um, for a period of time. And like Hannah said, it's not, we're not saying like, oh, you need to like cool down for a little bit and like come back and talk about it later. But if that is the situation, be like, Hey, like I'm upset right now. Like, can we talk about this later and then come back and and talk about it later? Um, Like maybe within that same day or like that next day. But if you're like going weeks on end without conversating about it or bringing it back up, then it's just probably going to be an ongoing issue that continues to like pop up in the future. If like, it's not something that you're able to like talk about or take action on resolving or whatever it may be. So like leaving those conversations um, unfinished in that sense is always something to kind of be aware of (laughs) um, when in like in relationships or in like relationships that are in your life. So 
just like the, you know, playing the guessing games, the manipulating you, never like apologizing for whatever it may be, um, always feeling like making you feel like you're in the wrong all the time. And then like also like that other person never owning up to their own feelings. They're kind of projecting their feelings onto you and, you know, like leaving conversations unfinished and like just not really making you feel like your priority or that your relationship matters to them. All of those are like signs of toxic people on if it's a continual thing. Like, obviously, like I said earlier, we all kind of do it in a sense time to time, but having that awareness around if someone is like making you feel a certain type of way on a continual basis and like your relationship just is there and it's not really beneficial in any way. Um, it's typically a relationship that you probably should let go of, or you should distance yourself from, especially if it's holding you back from like growing in your health or your fitness, um, or just wanting to be a better person, wanting to be healthier, wanting to feel better mentally, physically, all of those things. Like if there's something in your life that is like literally draining your energy on a day-to-day basis and affecting your mental health, that's like a relationship. This could be with a job as well. Like the relationship that you have, like with your job in your life, if that's something that is really toxic to you, like letting go of that, obviously this is always easier said than done, but it's super important to like, just evaluate and have the awareness around that and and take the steps you need because we only get one life. Right. And like, we only get to live our life in a happy manner or unhappy manner and we get to grow or we get to be happy or we get to be, um, you know, fulfilled all of those things, or we can just continue to kind of stay like where we're at, be in the bad relationships and never take the action to move forward or move away from those things, which is something that we see like, you know, in clients a lot too, is like when we get to know them, when we work with them one-on-one, it's like, you know, there's these things that we kind of want to point out to them of like, you know, that we're seeing on a continual basis of like, maybe people in their life that they're continuing to talk about a job that they're continuing to go to, like, this is really not benefiting us um, in the way that we want to go in our life. And so it's something that, you know, has to be like, first has to have the awareness around, but also just being able to realize that that is something that's kind of toxic in your life and bringing you down. Yeah, absolutely. That's such, oh my God, raspy voice again. That's such good insight too. And that's something because it's so easy to just adapt to a way of living, you know? So if you're constantly right. like living in this toxic environment, you know, it's, and you have this toxic job, or maybe it's like, that's just like, you just feel like this is just my life. And that's, that's not the case. Like you have to focus on things like, and how like things and people, how these things make you feel like an, an overall, you know what I mean? So if you can think of five people off top of hand, you think, how do they genuinely make me feel after like I have a conversation with them or after I spend a lot of time with them? It's like, if that person's always making you feel really drained and making you feel like some type of way negatively about yourself constantly, like that's a sign again, like, you know, maybe this person, and that's so much easier said than done, especially when it's like a family member, or like someone you love, like maybe that person isn't the best to be in your life as much right now, you know, and, and so it is hard to set those boundaries, um, especially with like family. Um, and hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully you guys' families are loving, you guys all have great relationships, but it happens and you just have to like 
not feel guilty for prioritizing yourself and just remembering like you, you, we can't let ourselves adapt to just a way of living that like, isn't the best it could possibly be. And that's going to look different for each person. So you just have to focus on, like I said, how things and people make you feel on a consistent basis and, you know, set those boundaries and make changes as needed to potentially improve these things and have open and honest communication, like with others and also with yourself, like it's just really important. So I feel like this topic, we could literally like just keep going. <laughs> like there's so much like value here to give, I feel, because it's so important. It just, it goes, it just, it digs deep here. So um, we just see so many women who deal with these types of things, you know, because we work with, you know, so many women on the daily. So um, I really like this topic and I hope it was helpful for you guys. And as always, um, we're, our inboxes are open if you ever have questions or need anything, but we hope this brings you some insight. And hopefully if you have noticed something and this sounds familiar, like this is your inspiration to put about in place or make a change to improve that because you deserve better <laughs> yeah, for sure but thank you guys. so much yes we appreciate you we will see you guys next episode and we hope you have an amazing rest of your day thank you bye